Hello, this is Terry Lynn, and this is Evolving Always Productions. And as usual, I always have friends of mine that are just phenomenal guests that can actually help you to evolve either physically, mentally, or financially, or sometimes all three. Well, I am so happy to um, let you actually meet my friend, Eric. I actually met Eric on Clubhouse. You're hearing me mention Clubhouse a lot because that's how I met some of these really wonderful people. Um, And that's how Eric and I actually met. We met on Clubhouse in what we call an Instagram engagement room where we actually go in and engage on each other's Instagram. So that's how I met Eric found out he's just a super wonderful individual he's a family man he's just he's he's killing it serial entrepreneur he is really killing the game so i'm really glad that he's here today and we're just gonna go ahead and get started so hey eric hey terry lynn uh, thanks for having me oh the, the pleasure is all mine thank you for actually coming on it's, it's an honor having you on I'm going to go ahead and just get started, Eric, you know, because time is money. And I'm telling you, Eric is one busy individual because he's a super amazing person. So anyway, um, the thing that was interesting to me is, Eric, you you mentioned to me that you come from a single family household, but you were raised by, you know, some independent women. So I noticed you said independent women. Tell me about that. Yeah, Terry Lynn. So um, basically, uh, my my dad kind of, uh, got out of the picture when I was about uh, 15. It was kind of an on and off thing between uh, him and my mother. And um, basically, my mom acted as the father figure in the relationship. And then my grandma, who's uh, my mom's mom, kind of acted as the, the mom figure. And uh, my grandma basically, you know, did all kind of stayed home with us um i mean she had her job a uh, part-time job but for the most part she was there when uh, you know my sister and i got home from school so um yeah i mean my mom worked uh most of the day um, she had two jobs and she was kind of the head of the household and i just saw you know how much she worked and um I wanted to kind of change our, our situation. Uh, I always saw her kind of struggle with uh, with money, uh, and I didn't I didn't like seeing her like that. She she always seemed stressed out. Um, we had very uh, I guess you could say uh, limited uh, things. Uh, she wasn't able to buy us you know things that we wanted. Uh, we didn't take all the fancy trips, uh, so I kind of made it a goal of mine to to change that um, uh, kind of moving forward, so. And you are definitely doing that, Eric. Um, And you know what? It's no surprise that you were raised by just some phenomenal people. And I am so glad to um, hear that you weren't a latchkey child because I tell you, that's most of the people, you know, like that's how I grew up, sadly. you know, basically when I got home from school, uh, you know, my parents were around. It's not like um, too tragic, though, because like my mom actually owned a daycare. So I would hang with my cousin, which was near the daycare. So it wasn't like really that bad. But it's just like a lot of people that I did grow up with. Actually, when they got home, there was no parents there. So it's really nice to know that you did have like a wonderful, loving um, individual there for you when you got home and you know I know you have a sister that's 26 uh, obviously you're the oldest correct 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 And now you even have like a 12 year old brother. And the cool thing about it is you're setting such a great example for him. So that, that's really amazing. Um, so basically, uh, obviously, you, you've done well in school. I already know that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you actually got a bachelor, bachelor's in um, electrical engineering. So how was that? You know, you just always had that type of uh, mind for technical things? Um, well, to be honest with you, I when I got to college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Uh, I started as a mechanical engineer. And then I think uh, two years into it, I ended up uh, taking this manufacturing class and I asked the professor, is this really what, you know, what they do in mechanical engineering? He's like, yeah, it's mostly, you know, design. And then you make it come to life. You, you send the prints out and they'll manufacture it. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. And uh, a really good friend of mine, uh, I saw him walking, you know, across campus and he had a little circuit board. And I asked him, hey, uh, you know, what is that? He's like, oh, this is a breadboard. It's a seven segment display. He's like, basically you change these bits and it'll display the number. And I was like, oh, cool. And he showed me and it displayed the number seven. <laughs> and then um, I'm like, hey, what class is that? And he said it was an introductory class. And um, he gave me the name of the professor, the name of the class. And he told me I should, I should take it and see if I liked it. And I decided, yeah, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sign up for it. So next semester, I ended up uh, taking the class and I, I completely switched my major. So I went from mechanical to, uh, to electrical. And I signed up and I started taking a couple of uh, computer science classes as well. So I ended up, I think that semester, I ended up taking like Java. And, um, and I took that class that he suggested I take. And then after that, uh, I pretty much took uh, summer uh, classes in the summer to kind of uh, catch up and, and try to try to graduate on time. Otherwise, I think I would have been in school for you know more than the than the four years. And I ended up uh, quitting my job that I had at that time uh, to kind of really focus on school. Well, you know that I'm gonna tell you right now. That's what you call a high achiever, everyone. Because you know a lot of people go to college and not be finished in four years. Let's let's be real. <laughs> he changes. <laughs> he changes uh, what he's gonna major in and still get out four years. I love it, Eric. I love it. That, that's yeah, awesome. No, but, <laughs> uh, well, well, the thing is, I, I finished that um, that degree in four years, but total it took me it took me six because I had the two from the mechanical and when I switched. Um, I basically had the four for, for the electrical. Yeah, so you did it in the right time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because you were, like you said, you were two years in on, on another major. So really, you could have had double majors, actually, <laughs> if you wanted to, because some people do do that, you know. But you, yeah. you just knew early on that you didn't, but you really could have. So you're actually doing really well. So I, I think that's good what you did. Um, so so um, I hear you have a little bit of uh, DJing skills. Talk to us about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, it's a really funny story because uh, there was uh, there was this dance group that I used to dance in. And um, we always had kind of an after party after the shows. And one time the DJ canceled. He canceled. I think it was like last minute. 
But before that, I had, um, you know, listened to him play. And, you know, he, he would play, but then there were a couple of times where I was like, oh my God, why would you pick that song? And I was like, you know what? I think I could do this and I could do it better. And it, it turned out that he ended up canceling uh, one of the weeks that we, we were getting ready to have a show. So uh, they were looking for DJ. And the director was like, hey, you know, do you know anyone that DJs? <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, uh, I do. And she was like, and she was like, really? And at this time, I didn't have anything. I had a, one of my friends, he, he had a speaker. And, um, and I had looked uh, into the cost of, you know, buying a, a controller and, and an amplifier. <laughs> and, <laughs> I love it. He was like, and, sure, no equipment. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, did, I did have a, a lot of music um, on my laptop. Um, back in the day, I mean, those were the days of, you know, uh, LimeWire and uh, where you could uh, uh, download music. Um, and um, yeah, so I ended up saying, hey, you know, uh, yeah, I DJ. And it's just like, all right, cool. So this is how much we're going to pay you. Um, and this is what we need. And can you, you know, uh, play these songs uh, during the show and make these cuts to the music? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then <laughs> once he uh, handed over kind of the deposit, I ended up telling my buddy about it. And he's like, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll bring my speaker. Uh, I have a little um, subwoofer. And then we started connecting everything together. He bought the lights and uh, and I bought the controller and an amplifier and we hooked everything up and that's how we started. And then everyone kind of uh, liked, you know, the music that we were playing and, and they started um, asking for business cards and then basically the business started growing and so did our equipment. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. I love it. You kind of remind me of Trevor Noah. Did you ever listen to Trevor Noah's uh, story? Um, he has like a, what was it? Um, illegally born or something like that. I'm at the scene of that story. It's, it's okay. unaudible, but it's interesting because, you know, he got into DJing as well. But anyway, so you were talking about on your computer. So did you use some Napster stuff or was it something else? Uh, no, it was, um, it was LimeWire. Do you remember LimeWire? trying to because i was like i should know it but like for yeah. some reason, gone a blank but anyway you got you got your music from there man that, that is totally awesome that y'all <laughs> put that together and y'all were making because you said basically you did that through high school and college so that's yeah awesome. yeah so yeah I, I did that um on the weekends uh throughout high school and then uh, i think it was about you know yeah through college like two three years in into college Okay. Yeah, that that's that's totally awesome. So look, you have um, two businesses now. So so tell us about these businesses that you have. Yeah, sure. So um, <clears throat> uh, one of the businesses is uh, as a licensed realtor. So basically, buying, selling, and helping uh, individuals find a lease. Mm -hmm. um, and um, this is in terms of uh, houses. And then the other one is managing my uh my set of units so i own a set of duplex out in la 
And um, on that same lot, I ended up uh, building an accessory dwelling unit. So uh, what that is, is basically, well, it could be different forms, right? You could either add a square footage to the existing structure. You could convert um, a garage into a livable space. Uh, or um, what most people know it as is uh, in-law, like an in-law unit. So um, I ended up uh, basically converting the garage into a studio. And it has its own gas meter, its own electrical meter, and uh, and it, it's it's uh, it's yeah, it's a it's a studio. So um, now it's a total of uh, three units on that lot, and. Uh, and it's cash flowing, so I do the property management uh, for for that for that property. That is so smart because uh, do you use them like as just regular rentals or like Airbnb or? Um, yeah, so uh, I actually did look at the Airbnb, and uh, in terms of the numbers, it didn't make sense. Gotcha. Uh, so for me, the the better option was to um, to actually, you know, just rent it out. And it's funny because uh, those units, I basically got them by uh, what's called or known as house hacking, where you pretty much uh, buy the place, you rent it out, and you're kind of living for free. And that's what helped me get the second unit. Well, that is awesome. You, you are definitely killing the game in the real estate. You're doing really well. You're just closing on a property because you're getting into real estate now. Out of getting, excuse me, you are getting into real estate out of state. That's what I'm trying to say because you're in California. So where is the property you closed on again, um, just recently? So I actually uh, just opened uh, escrow. Well, the offer was accepted. We haven't opened escrow yet. Okay. Um, but it's out in uh, in Kansas. Uh, Kansas City. That's amazing, and that that's such a great location because that's where a lot of professionals are actually. So it's gonna do really well. Um, when I was in corporate America, I, I used to have to travel there all the time because there's just like a lot of companies there. I'm not sure if they give like certain breaks or I don't really know, but there are a lot of companies um, in that area. And then they have some military bases there too, right? Is that correct? Or, or close by? Um, I'm, I'm not too sure, uh, uh, Terry Lynn, but... Uh, I and there's something else going on there. I'm trying to remember what it is. But I know it's it's definitely um, a, a, a great location that you're picking. So, except I tell you, in the wintertime, if you ever have to go, Eric, whew, be prepared. Have you ever been there in the winter, by the way? I I have not. Um, I've been to uh, to um, Massachusetts in the spring, and it was pretty cold. It was like in the 40s or 30s. Right. So. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> if you hit Kansas in the winter, be prepared because you're talking about cold. Oh, my goodness. It's like the wind just 
it finds you. Because <laughs> like, I yeah. had to go in the winter, I don't know, like a couple of times. It's like so crazy in the winter time. And it's kind of summer too, as well as Chicago. I don't know if you've been to Chicago. You might have been to Chicago in the winter, have you? Uh, I've been to Chicago, but not, not in the winter. No, okay, I, I, I try to avoid uh, going anywhere that it snows. Okay, and yeah, yeah, avoid it if possible. But you know, I know your property there now, but if possible, avoid it because I tell you, it's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and I like, I like being cold over being hot, but no, I don't like going to either one of those places in the winter that I just mentioned. <laughs> it's, it's too much. Even New York for me is too much. And, and you know, um, to me, obviously, Chicago and Kansas City are colder, but. I tell you, New York is like super cold in winter too. But anyway, but uh, I'm, I'm just so happy for you. Congratulations. You're, you're very deserving of this. And, you know, I'm going to be putting Eric's um, Instagram link. I highly recommend that you definitely connect with him because he's always putting in really um, just great tips in regards to real estate. He's a super, super kind individual. And I definitely recommend you follow him on Clubhouse as well. He's he's very supportive um, individual as well. So anyway, um, yeah, I love your concept of the um, the dwelling units you're talking about. That that's just so smart, really smart. So I know you're a licensed realtor. How long have you been doing that? So um, I think I think overall uh, I've been doing it for about two years now. Oh wow. And you are just yeah. killing it. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you are killing it. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. So, but did you always knew you were gonna get into it um, eventually or, or what What made you get into it, I guess? So so it started um, after I graduated from, uh, from college, I started working for an aerospace company. And I had this uh, perception that, you know, I was going to be a baller engineer uh, right out of college. And uh, that that wasn't the case. I mean, the cost of living in California is a lot higher than other states. Yes, and, I think, it is. <laughs> and when I graduated, I think I was making about 72000 a and year. And cutting it for California, not even slightly. Yeah. And I mean, I was, you know, maxing out my uh, my 401k, uh, contributing to my Roth IRA, and I was saving. But um, you get taxed so high, it's it's ridiculous. So I started thinking, okay, well, you know, uh, let's let's figure something out. What else can I do? And uh, I stumbled upon. Have you read the book uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad? Yes. I, uh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, love that yes i love it and if you're not a reader uh the book that eric just mentioned if you if you, let's just say you just don't like you know reading a book even though i'm big on reading books but let's just say you're not it is on audible it's also available for free on youtube you can literally um put that into youtube and there is a recording of that on youtube if you don't even want to pay for it but uh, what the book he just mentioned, I highly recommend. But go ahead, Eric. I'm sorry. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I started reading that book. And, you know, it talks about the four um, four different groups, uh, you know, investor, uh, business owner, uh, 
what were the other ones uh, where basically where you work for someone right and then, um, so I started learning about it and I was like okay well what are the you know top uh, millionaires billionaires of the world have in common and it so turns out that it's real estate uh, most of them build their wealth through real estate and then they start venturing off into other businesses so my family they uh, they they were really bad with money so they never actually you know bought a place so um i figured you know i'll get them set up and then uh and then i'll go from there so that's why i started looking into getting my license uh, getting the units um, to get them something established where they don't have to worry about the rent going up and then um and then once they were established then i could go and, and buy my own place so i ended up you know making a deal with uh with my mom uh, i think at that time we were paying about 1500 bucks for rent so i basically told her hey um i'm gonna get some units i'll let you live in one of them i'll charge you the same amount that you're paying over here and you won't have to worry about uh you know the rent increasing i'll i'll take care of uh of the utilities and and any repairs that need to be made. Aw, I love it. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, because I'm telling you, California is so expensive. And like you were saying, if you're making 72, you got to make six figures in California, you know, really to be, in my opinion, considered middle income. But wouldn't that be a correct statement? At uh, least. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they 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 consider it like middle class, but I think uh, yeah, to live comfortably, you you do need to make at least six figures. Right, um, right, right. It's crazy because you know, obviously, seventy two thousand really is middle income, you know, in theory. And I think if you look it up, it's classified that. But like you said, for California, it's just whew, that'll be tight. <laughs> Very yeah. tight indeed. So. I mean, <laughs> Especially now with uh, with all the inflation, now it's like man, seventy two, you know, K. It's it's nothing. <laughs> really, uh, really, it's really not. And the gas, oh my gosh, I think y'all are paying close to seven dollars a gallon now, right? Close. Uh, yeah. Well, most people, I, I don't pay for gas because uh, I drive a EV. But <laughs> yeah, yes. most people, that's what they're paying. <laughs> yes, exactly. And and I'm sitting here saying, why did I get an electrical car? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be getting one either that or uh, one thing I had talked to my husband about I have a um, well we have like three cars well we have two cars and then we have a Jeep we have a, a Jeep Wrangler you know I always wanted a Jeep because I'm, I'm like I want to be able to go where the roads end <laughs> I want to go beyond the roads <laughs> so that was my, my premise on the, the Jeep Wrangler but anyway I'm, I'm thinking about because you know jeep wranglers they're the type of car you don't really want to trade back in you just want to keep them because they really look good and they're you know you can add on to them and you know just do so much with them for years to come but anyway so i actually am thinking about making that one electrical but it is cheap though it's from my understanding unless it becomes cheaper because from the estimates i have right now it's like twenty thousand. But okay. I mean, eventually it may become cheaper. What do you think, Eric? Is that possible? Uh, 
<laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think uh, Ford is coming out with a conversion kit. Now, I don't know if it's going to be specifically for Ford cars or trucks, but um, yeah, I think it is possible. I have oh a friend who's God. actually, I'm, yeah. You're, you're making me excited now because that's what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm envisioning that I'm going to make that vehicle because um, I said, you know, I can't, you know, really I can't. Well, thanks for letting me know that. So switching gears here. So you uh, were a dancer. Tell us about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, actually, uh, my my mom uh, basically put my sister in this uh, traditional uh, folkloric uh, dancing, which is kind of like traditional Mexican dancing, you know, the one with the big uh black hat and yes. you see the the dresses that look like they're bedazzled and they're like red and, and green yes and uh, she started that when she was three and i would always go to the practices and i would you know just be there hanging out watching them and then uh, one day uh, this guy came up to me he's like hey you do you want to dance and i was i was really shy i was a really shy kid and i was like uh no i didn't see any other guys so i was like yeah no and then <laughs> and uh would be like that is a no <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and then there was uh there was another guy there who also went and his sister was dancing and uh, th they came back again uh this time it was him and uh, this girl named jessica and she was like hey if he dances, will you dance? And I was like, yeah. So that that's how I ended up uh, getting into it. I started dancing, I think I was 12 um, at that time. And I danced up until 18. And then I went off to college. Um, yeah, that, that's basically how I got into it. And you obviously are really good because you're a dance instructor. <laughs> you were one. Yeah, you know? I was. I was. Okay, okay, everybody. This this um, <laughs> awesome serial entrepreneur is not teaching dance. Just let, let's get that straight now. But he used to. <laughs> so he used to be a dance instructor, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a dance instructor. Um, I want to say for uh, those two, maybe three years. Um, and I think, honestly, I feel like the kids hated me because I would have them warm up. And back then I was way into fitness. So um, I would have them do like, you know, push-ups, burpees. Uh, and I, it almost seemed like a boot camp class that I was running. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I did that. Uh, I came out in a couple of uh, quinceañeras where I ended up picking up uh, salsa, bachata, cumbia, and uh, merengue. So different, you know, genres. Yeah, they are, but they're so beautiful to observe. Well, I know the salsa <laughs> a little bit, but the merengue, I would say probably, I just can say I, I can watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what was I going to ask you? I was going to ask you something. Oh, yeah. So did this, did this help you with your shyness or, or not necessarily? I think it did. I think it did. Uh, it definitely helped me um, not be so uh, quiet and timid. Um, not, I, I would say it gave me a, sort of a, some confidence because uh, when I would go to parties, I would, you know, ask people out to dance as opposed to just sitting there on the corner staring at my phone. 
Yeah, see, that's that's good. So I know you're you're married. So how long have you been married? I've been married for let me see. I want to say going on on two years in December. Oh, and you got a little one too, right? No, no, uh, we don't have kids yet. Why am I <laughs> acting like you got a little one? You know what? <laughs> Another real estate friend that I have disregard that, and I and I'm not trying to throw a little one on you either. So sorry. <laughs> Like what? Can't even find baby. When you're trying to throw a little one on me right now. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. Don't, uh, yeah, don't have a little one right now for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you might be uh, thinking of my little niece that I post sometimes. <laughs> I, that might be it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I tell you, uh, well, you are just like I said, such an amazing individual and I just wanted people to know more about you and I can't say enough I'm gonna have Eric's information definitely follow him he's so inspiring you you've heard it here I mean he comes from humble beginnings he's he's just he's a go-getter um and he's in a SoCal area he deals with real estate in the SoCal area but really uh, Eric is going places he's already buying real estate in other states he's doing really well um, I would definitely recommend connecting with him on his Instagram, which I will have the link um, enclosed. And do you have your go to your I'm on your Instagram right now because I want to check something. And I will also have Eric's link tree, which has like um, his business sites up there as well. So I do highly recommend that you connect with him because he's a super person. And if you go to SoCal, you definitely want to get it with him because he's going to connect you with some phenomenal real estate and just a great person um as you can see what a great person he is to talk to obviously he's gonna be a great person to work with he knows his stuff he knows what he's doing eric did you have any last words that you want to tell people um no not not really uh, i think the only one thing i would say is uh you know don't let someone tell you you can't do something um you go ahead and and, it, and do it if there's something you want to do you know figure it out and do it that that's what i love because you already show that i mean because you weren't like really a dj it's <laughs> 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 like yeah sure i've got that and i love that i love that and that's why you're doing so well right now and um again remember the book that um eric uh recommended uh, rich dad poor dad because I'm telling you right now if you listen like if you don't if you're not a reader but if you decide to listen for that book and you can listen to it for free on YouTube if, if you don't want to do audible but I'm just telling you right now he Eric is on point in what he's saying that book really just wakes up and opens your eyes to how people actually do get richer and a, and a wise behind it and real estate is a big part of it. Obviously, stocks are too, but real estate, definitely a huge part of it. So anyway, Eric, it's been such an honor talking to you. And I know you got some calls coming in very soon. He is up at like 6 o'clock. Well, it was probably up at 5 o'clock. You're probably at 5 a.m., correct? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's an early riser. He does not play. So right now it's like 6.30 for him now. You know, he's got to get it going. But again, I appreciate you taking time to talk with me, Eric. I appreciate you so much. And you have an amazing day and a wonderful weekend. Thank you, Terry Lynn. You have an amazing day, too. Uh, thanks for having me here. It was a pleasure. All right. Thank you so much, Eric. Bye-bye.